Hello, beautifuls. I'm Monica Spirit Walker, your host, and welcome to Under the Acacia Tree, a podcast about spirituality and finding your way. In this episode, we'll learn why grounding makes a difference, the different types of grounding, and at the end of this episode, we'll do a simple walkthrough of a grounding technique. Hello, beautifuls. We're going to go ahead and jump into our reading for the week. I'll be using the Tree of Life deck, and I'll put that link in the show notes in case it's something that you are interested in. I'll be using this deck for the next three readings. The card I pulled for this week is the Sap card, which speaks about life energy and the sweetness in life. There are three messages that come from this card that pertain to the next few weeks. The first one is to beware or be wary of those who only give you sweet words. Don't be taken in by the sweetness of what comes from their mouth. Pay attention to their actions and ensure that both their words and their actions carry the sweetness and match up to each other. This can pertain to friends, family, lovers, potential lovers, business partners, etc. The next message is talking about how a project or a thought or an idea that you're working on currently or even a relationship has the potential to reach its fullest But you have to understand or remember that it needs to go to a process of refinement and development. So it's not going to just happen. There's things that you're going to have to do in the process to refine and develop it and get it to a place where it reaches its fullest potential. So the example that I, that the card had that really kind of stuck with me was maple syrup. When you tap a tree for syrup, you know, you can't just take it from the tree and, and taste it. It's potential, but you have to, you know, cook it and let it sit and do all kind of other things in the process in order to get to that one sweet flavor that is divine. So this is what they're talking about, understanding that you can have something that is potential, but it needs to go through a process. It needs to be refined. It needs to be developed. There's steps that need to be taken in order to get it to its final stage. And it's asking you not to jump that step. It's also asking you not to give up because maybe what you see as the steps between the raw and the final product seems too big or too much. Just take it one step at a time. But remember, it's part of the process. And the final message that we have from the SAP card is that it's time to see the sweetness in your life and to appreciate it. That's what this next two weeks is. That's what this time is that's come upon us is to see the sweetness that we have in life, to appreciate it, and not allow the idea that the glass is half full or let our doubt become so strong that it blinds us. There's a lot going on in the world today, and if we're not careful, we can allow all of that darkness and heaviness to blind us and, you know, encroach on us and cause us to not be able to see the beauty in the world. So what the card is asking you is to see that beauty, see the sweetness in your life, the benefits, the joys, the things that make you happy, and to appreciate those things. Okay, well that's it for this week's reading. Let's go ahead and jump into our episode on grounding. Hello beautifuls, I want to start this episode off with a quote from Adam Peaty. I am only this successful because I'm so good at grounding myself. So this episode, we're going to talk about grounding and why it's important. There are three things that I think a beginner should be aware of and maybe not fully versed themselves in, but at least make the effort of knowing what it is and starting to work with understanding vibrations, which was our first episode, grounding, which is this one, and our third episode, which will be protection. I think those three are a very basic need and understanding for anyone stepping into the spiritual uh, workings of any path. 
So what is grounding? In the absolute simplest terms, grounding is about you connecting to the earth itself. This could mean physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. You've most likely heard of grounding when it comes to electronics and electricity. And basically for the human body, the same rules apply. The physical contact with the earth, such as walking, laying down, or gardening in the yard for 10 minutes without gloves, is called earthing. And basically, this connects to the idea of grounding in the fact that the process enables your body to absorb free electrons from the earth by neutralizing the free radicals in the body. In simple terms, all of the extra energy your body absorbs from electronics in your environment are discharged to the earth. You also take on the energies of the earth and that neutralizes many of the free radicals in your body. Remember, your body functions on electrical impulses. I break grounding down into two types, physical, which is what earthing falls under, and universal grounding. To continue to add to the um, physical grounding, we can add stones, herbs, and food and water. These elements both in the physical grounding and in the universal grounding. When it comes to food and grounding, we're talking about legumes, nuts, and seeds such as soybeans for those who are vegetarian or vegan. Lean, low-fat meat and animal products maximize the amount of protein for grounding. Eggs, meat, and milk all have a stabilizing effect on grounding. Now, your root chakra is a chakra that grounds you to the earth. It's the one that connects you the most. And because of this, it is related to protein and amino acids, which are the building blocks of the body. And with this being the case, you feed your root chakra by eating these proteins and amino acids. There are also vitamins and minerals that assist in the grounding process, such as calcium, iron, and vitamin C. Stones and herbs also assist in the physical grounding aspect with the stones that are really good for grounding being jet, carnelian, and ruby. The other type of grounding is what I call universal grounding, and I define that as the process of using energy, intentions, food, stones, and herbs to connect to the energy of Mother Earth for centering and healing. Now, when I speak of these things that kind of cross over into both physical and universal. When I speak of universal, I'm going more along the lines of the energetic benefits and properties that these items give off. So whereas on a physical reality or on a physical plane, red being the root chakra physically connects, even though it vibrates, you're going with the physical color of red. But then there are stones and herbs that you pick because of what their magical or metaphysical benefits are that support the grounding and root chakra. Now the thing about universal grounding is that it helps you to distinguish your energy and emotions from others. It also stabilizes your energy field. There's so much more to this grounding and so many more details that I really wanted to put in this podcast, but that would have been too much. So what I've done is taken a lot of the more detailed understanding of what grounding is and the various ways to ground and step by steps 
and I've added it to a course that will be released at the end of the month for grounding and protection. So it'll put both of them together. I may possibly go ahead and add in the vibration aspect so that it's a well-rounded beginner's package. But now that we've done all of this, we're going to go ahead and get into this short grounding session. So what I want you to do right now, if you're driving, just listen. Don't do this because I want the first time you do it to, you know, for you to be fully aware, fully present and paying attention to what your body and your mind are doing. So I'd rather you pay attention to the road than to do this right now. If you're at home or somewhere where you can take the time out, that's great. We can go ahead and do this grounding and this is something you can practice. It'll take maybe five to seven minutes. When you get better at it, you can knock it down to, you know, one minute or less. So let's find a comfortable space to be in and let's get ready to practice our grounding. Now that you're in a comfortable location, take a moment to release all the energy and anxiety of the day. Take three deep breaths at your own pace. As you breathe in, feel where all the tension is in your body and imagine that that breath is attaching itself to those tensions and breathe out. On your next breath, you're going to breathe in and all those places where you feel pain and aches, you're going to do the same step again and you're going to breathe out. And on your third breath, you're going to breathe in and any place where you feel emotions that you just don't seem to be able to let go, any pains that you don't seem to be able to let go, imagine that breath wrapping itself around those things and as you breathe out, it releases with those breath with that breath. Okay. Now, sitting in a comfortable position, you can choose water, a string, or white light for the following. As you're sitting, I want you to imagine, and I'm going to use water because it's what I go with, a stream of water coming from the sky. Let the sky be your higher self, your higher being, your deity, however you believe. That is who the initial water is coming down from. So the water is going to come down and it's going to enter your crown chakra. And as it fills your crown chakra, then it's going to move into your third eye. And as that chakra fills, let it move into your next one. So you're going to move through each of your seven chakras. And if you don't know what that is, it's easy to take a quick look up and maybe we'll talk about that on another episode. You're going to move through each of your chakras, only going to the next one when the first one is filled. And as you get down to your root chakra, that one is going to fill and you're going to feel, you're going to imagine roots now coming from your chakra, that, that red root chakra, down through your both your legs and into the earth. And as it moves through the earth, you're going to get the sensation of it passing through dark, healthy soil. And it's going to go all the way through the earth until it comes out to a place it's like a cavern. And then it's going to go down and you're going to see either a tree, a stone, whatever your mind brings to you to take that energy, take that water and wrap it around. And after you wrap it around a few times, you're going to now take that and move it back up. So it's going to come up from the earth. And as it moves from that cavernous space back into the earth itself, as it comes up, it's going to be bringing that earth energy, that nurturing, that healing energy that the earth has the groundedness that you get from the earth. You're going to bring that up through the earth 
It's going to come in. It's going to come into the soles of your feet. It's going to make its way up your legs and back to your root chakra. Now, what I do that is different is that instead of it being water and turning back to water, I make it continue to be roots. So that root is going to come up into your root chakra and it's going to kind of build branches or twigs around your chakra in order to hold it. And then that next one is going to continue up in that same manner. So it's going to move to your sacral chakra. I'm sorry. Yeah, your sacral, your solar plexus, your heart, and it's going to make its way up. And at each chakra is going to build like a holding, like something that holds it, a cup, whatever you want to, you know, make it. But it's going to create these branches that hold that chakra in place to make it grounded and you're going to do that till you get to your crown chakra and there's going to be one there as well and then it's going to move out into the air going up back towards the sky it's going to move out then into the universe space it's going to touch the planets the stars and then you'll feel a very strong groundedness because now you've taken that light energy you brought it down into the earth you've grounded that energy and then you've brought that grounded energy back up and taken it out into the universe into the stars into spirit so that you have a constant flow of one and the other so that you are balanced so now we're just going to walk through it without all of the talking take a deep breath and as you breathe in see or feel the water as it flows down from the divine into your crown chakra as that chakra fills, the water is going to start to flow into your third eye. And then that one fills. And it moves to your throat. And then it moves to your heart. It moves to your solar plexus, your sacral, and then your root chakra. And as the water fills into your root chakra, the root chakra breaks out into two roots, one for each leg. And those roots grow down past your knees, past your ankles, and through your feet into the luscious earth. As it moves through the earth, you feel a relief, a release come over your body. And it continues to move down through the earth until it comes to a cavern. And in that cavern, you see whatever your mind, your divine wants you to see, or Mother Earth wants you to see as her home or her place. And in that place, you see a tree, a stump, a rock, a hook, and you take that water, that those roots that are filled with that water, that divine energy, and you wrap it around a couple of times. And as you do that, once you're finished, you begin to move those roots back up. And as they move out of the cavern and into the earth itself, it begins to draw in all the nourishing energy, all the groundedness, the healing that the earth can give us. And it moves back up through the earth and it comes back in through your feet and it moves its way up your legs, past your knees and back to your root chakra. Now that it's at your root chakra, it's going to go behind your chakra and it's going to branch out and create a cradle which will hold and ground your root chakra. And after it has created the cradle for your root, those roots will now move up to your sacral and create a cradle. It'll move up to your solar plexus into your heart, into your throat, each time making a cradle to hold that chakra. Then it'll move to your third eye. It will move to your crown. Once it reaches your crown, it will make a, sh a cradle again. And this time it can either stay roots or it can go back into a liquid form or a light form and go up, out from your crown chakra, into the sky, past the clouds, out into space in the universe. 
Once it does that, it can attach to the moon, the stars, and the planets. And once that's done, you should feel like you're planted more in the earth. You're attached more to the earth. You shouldn't feel flighty or loose or anything like that. So that's just a quick and simple grounding that I do some mornings. Over time, my eyes have varied into different forms, and I'll share one of those with you later. I'll share different ones at a later time. But that was just a basic grounding. should take you no more than seven minutes, a minute for each chakra. Um, I hope that helps you out. Just let me know in the comments below if that benefited you, if there's something else that you want to learn or a different grounding that you'd like to have me do a recording of, and I'll be happy to do it. So that ends this episode. Let's see what we got going on in the next episode. The next episode, we'll be talking about protection and why it's important. My upcoming endeavors, just a reminder that we have our Sacred Stone class on the 18th of this month. We'll be working with the Apache Tears. And by the end of this month, I'll be releasing the Grounding and Protection course, which will go far more in-depth on grounding and protection that I have gone through in these podcasts. But I'll let you guys know when that comes up. And then our next podcast after the Grounding podcast will be our interview with Tony Cook. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Under the Acacia Tree and you learned something new. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And as always, take what you need and leave the rest. And I'll see you next time under the Acacia Tree.